All right, thanks for being with me today. We are in verse 17 of Nehemiah chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there for our daily devotional. And uh, we're going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll read these verses. Father, thank you for just the community of, community of people that you raised up in Judah uh, to do this work. And I pray, God, that you would do the same today for the work set before us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, in verse 17 of chapter 2, the Bible says this, Then I said to them, You see the distress that we're in, how Jerusalem lies waste and its gates are burned with fire. Come and let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer be a reproach. And I told them of the hand of my God. He says that phrase, my God, over and over again which had been good upon me, and also of the king's words that he had spoken to me. Check this out. So they said, let us rise and build. Then they set their hands to this good work. So, you know, the, the story goes like this. Nehemiah arrives on the scene. You know, he's been able to get himself to Jerusalem. And as he does, like before he introduces himself to a bunch of people, he, he and the people that he's with, um, they survey everything, right? I mean, he really wants to get the lay of the land. He wants to see with his own eyes. He's heard with the hearing of his ears, um, but he needs to see with his own eyes how, how tough things are. And he does. And then this is, what he, this is what he does. The next thing he does is he speaks to the people around them and he conveys to them God's vision. He communicates God's vision. He says it plainly, you know, the situation that Jerusalem was in, he doesn't sugarcoat it. He says, you know, he just really does reiterate the facts, now knowing firsthand. And then he expresses to them his personal testimony of all that God had miraculously done in getting him there, and then also in supernaturally supplying the need. And and then and then that vision, right, because the vision of God is always contagious. The vision is caught by the people and they say, like, these are their words. You know, Nehemiah is not telling them what to say. He's not speaking on their behalf. They say as they hear all this, as they recognize that God's up to something, they say, let us rise and build. And then they did it. They put their hands to the work. Um, this is an amazing thing to consider, you know, as um, we see this vision that God birthed in Nehemiah's heart because Nehemiah was moved with compassion, all the open doors that God gave to Nehemiah. And then as he lands, he's given favor with those particular people who catch the vision because Nehemiah knows it's going to take more than just his hands to do the work, right? Nehemiah knows this. Nehemiah knows that the sum of the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Nehemiah knows because he's a good leader that he could do more together with those who are in Judah than he could on his own. And so he shares the vision. He leads by inviting other people to come in and do the work. And that's exactly what happens. Because as they hear the vision of God, they are compelled in their hearts. Real simply today, I want to encourage you uh, number one, if God has called you to something, you know, you have a very direct call of God on your life, don't do it on your own. Don't do it on your own. Remember that you can do more with others working with you than you can by yourself. And sometimes, you know, we operate like an island. And, and when we do that, not only is the work inhibited, but we can find ourselves in a very unhealthy place. God will put people into your, into your life 
uh, intentionally, right? And so as a, as a good leader, convey the vision that God has given to you and then believe that he's going to bring people into your life to help you fulfill that, that vision. That is an awesome thing. The second thing is this, man, if you're, you, if you're a Christian, you had better be a solid participant in a local community of believers, right? You, you belong to a church in, in the sense of, hey, this is my church. Um, this is the community of believers that uh, I am doing life with. And because that's the case, then be willing to be one of those people who steps up, steps in to the vision that God has given the leadership of that church, be willing to step into that and say, hey, let's rise up and fulfill the purpose that God has for us. God has a unique purpose for every local church. And you know, it's I'm, fundamentally it's the same. We're building up the people of God and reaching the world with the gospel, but how that works out is different from church to church. Don't just be a participant in your church. Be a person who's willing to step up and step in. Say, let's rise, let's fulfill this vision, and then act on it. Do something about it. I said this a few weeks ago uh, to, to our church. I said, you will grow exponentially when you choose to serve the Lord. So as we look at Nehemiah's life, remember, be a person of action. Take that step of faith when God opens the door. Make sure you're not giving God the leftovers. And here, get involved with what the community of faith that you are a part of is actually doing. And when you do, you will grow spiritually in an exponential way. God bless you.